If you've ever wondered what it takes to build a successful book coaching business, listen up. Author Accelerator just published an ebook that takes you behind the scenes of my book coaching journey to give you a sneak peek into how I started and grew my business. And if you grab a copy today, you'll get an extra special invite to listen in on a conversation between myself and Jenny Nash, the CEO of Author Accelerator, for all the juicy details on Tuesday, June 11th. To grab this free ebook and get a behind-the-scenes look at what it takes to build a successful coaching business, go to savannagilbo.com forward slash coach. So when you're writing this summary, here are some things that you're going to want to consider and go deeper into as you flesh this out. So number one is your protagonist. Who is your protagonist and what makes them unique? What does that character want at the beginning of the story and why do they want it? Number two is the conflict. So what is the situation that your protagonist is in? Who or what is standing in the way of your protagonist achieving their goal? Number three are the stakes. So why does all of this matter? Or what's at risk if your protagonist doesn't achieve their goal? What's the worst that could happen? And what will their success or failure mean? Welcome to the Fiction Writing Made Easy podcast. My name is Savannah Gilbo, and I'm here to help you write a story that works. I want to prove to you that writing a novel doesn't have to be overwhelming. So each week, I'll bring you a brand new episode with simple, actionable, and step-by-step strategies that you can implement in your writing right away. So whether you're brand new to writing or more of a seasoned author looking to improve your craft, this podcast is for you. So pick up a pen and let's get started. In today's episode, we're going to talk about ideas, specifically how to know if the idea you have is strong enough to support a full-length novel. And the reason I wanted to talk about this topic today is because writers email me all the time and they ask how they can know the difference between a good idea and one that's better left in their idea folder. And really, I know they're asking this because for most of us, there's nothing worse than the thought of wasting a bunch of time and energy on a story that's going nowhere or a story that will collapse in the middle of a draft. Unfortunately, I think each one of us has probably been there. But luckily for us, there is a way to test out a story idea before you start writing a single word. So today I'm going to walk you through two exercises that will help you do just that. And with each one of these exercises that I'm going to walk you through today, what we're really trying to do is find out which pieces of the puzzle your story idea might be missing or which things you still need to flesh out before you start writing. So with that being said, let's dive into the first exercise. The first exercise is to write a short one to two sentence summary of your story. So a really brief summary that tells readers who the main character is, what the conflict is, and what the stakes are. So basically, it's the who, the what, and the why. As an example, let's take a look at Star Wars A New Hope. So here's the one sentence summary of that movie. Luke Skywalker, a spirited farm boy, joins rebel forces to save Princess Leia from the evil Darth Vader and the galaxy from the Empire's planet-destroying Death Star. So immediately we know who the story is about. It's about Luke Skywalker. And we know what he's doing. He's joining the rebel forces to save Princess Leia from Darth Vader. And we know why he's doing it or what's at stake. The Empire has a planet-destroying Death Star that could ruin the galaxy. So we have the who, the what, and the why. Now let's look at another example from Jaws. Here's the one-sentence summary of that movie. A police chief with a phobia of open water battles a gigantic shark with an appetite for swimmers and boat captains in spite of a greedy town council who demands that the beach stay open. So again, we know who the story is about. It's about a police chief. We know what he's doing. He's battling a giant shark and trying to keep the beaches closed. 
and we know why he's doing it. The shark has an appetite for swimmers and boat captains. So basically, everybody is in danger if he doesn't figure out how to deal with this shark. So again, we see the who, the what, and the why. Now, let's look at one more example from The Hunger Games. I'm going to read you this one as well. Katniss Everdeen voluntarily takes her younger sister's place in The Hunger Games, a televised competition in which two teenagers from each of the 12 districts of Pan Am are chosen at random to fight to the death. So again, if we break this one down, we know who the story is about. It's about Katniss Everdeen. We know what she's doing. She's participating in a televised competition where she has to fight for her own survival against teenagers from the other districts. And we know why she's doing it. She doesn't want her younger sister, Prim, to go into the arena. And also, she's doing it because she needs to survive. So clear stakes there as well. So like I mentioned earlier, what you're trying to do is get a sense of the piece of the puzzle that your story idea might currently be missing. So when you're considering your story idea, I want you to answer these three questions. Do you know what your protagonist wants and why? Do you know what kind of conflict your protagonist will face? And do you know what's at stake for your protagonist if they succeed or fail? And if you don't know the answer to these questions, I suggest looking to your genre for clues. I did a whole episode about genre. It's episode number two, which I will link to in the show notes for you for easy reference. But basically, your genre can guide your answers to each of these questions. So in the three examples we just looked at, all of those are action stories. So if you know that you're writing an action story, then the genre framework tells you that A, your protagonist wants to defeat the antagonist to save lives, most likely including their own life. B, your protagonist will face specific and dangerous conflict thrown in their path by the antagonist. And C, their life and the lives of others are at stake if they don't successfully stop the antagonist. So we have the who, the what, and the why right there in our genre framework. And this is why I really like doing this exercise first whenever I have a new idea, because it helps develop your idea's narrative potential. A lot of writers I work with have not done this exercise to think through the central conflict of their story, so they might know some stuff about their protagonist or they might have some ideas for scenes, but they haven't done the work of fleshing out the conflict and or their antagonist. So by doing this exercise, it's easy to see where and why an idea is falling flat. And to me, if an idea does fall flat in this one to two sentence summary, That never means that the idea is terrible or that the story shouldn't be written. It just means there's a little more work to do to flesh things out before you start writing. So once you write your one to two sentence summary, I want you to step back and ask yourself if you like it. So does it sound interesting to you or not? And if it doesn't, I want you to keep digging until you've fleshed out each one of the ingredients. And then when it does feel like a winning summary, go ahead and move on to exercise number two. Exercise number two is to write a 250-word summary of your story. So basically, you're going to take your one to two sentence summary that you just did in exercise one, and you're going to expand it. And if it helps, you can think of this like the summary that you would include in your query letter or that would appear on the back cover of your book. So when you're writing this summary, here are some things that you're going to want to consider and go deeper into as you flesh this out. So number one is your protagonist. Who is your protagonist and what makes them unique? What does that character want at the beginning of the story and why do they want it? Number two is the conflict. So what is the situation that your protagonist is in? Who or what is standing in the way of your protagonist achieving their goal? 
Number three are the stakes. So why does all of this matter? Or what's at risk if your protagonist doesn't achieve their goal? What's the worst that could happen? And what will their success or failure mean? And then number four is the setting. So where and when does the story take place? And sometimes what I like to do is just free write the answer to all of these questions on a separate sheet of paper. And then once I'm done, I go back and read through it all and then compose my little 250 word summary. But that's just me and how I do it. Do whatever works best for you. So as an example, I thought we could look at The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins. So I'm going to read you the summary and it's only 134 words. So I just want you to keep that in mind as I read. Here we go. In the ruins of a place once known as North America lies the nation of Panem, a shining capital surrounded by 12 outlying districts. The capital is harsh and cruel and keeps the districts in line by forcing them to all send one boy and one girl between the ages of 12 and 18 to participate in the annual Hunger Games, a fight to the death on live TV. 16-year-old Katniss Everdeen regards it as a death sentence when she steps forward to take her sister's place in the games. But Katniss has been close to dead before, and survival for her is second nature. Without really meaning to, she becomes a contender. But if she is to win, she will have to start making choices that weigh survival against humanity and life against love. So this summary is only 134 words, but we get a lot of really great information, right? We know who the main character is. It's Katniss Everdeen. We know what makes her unique. She's 16 and she's in a really terrible situation. If she doesn't take her sister's place in the competition, Prim is sure to die. We get a sense of the conflict, so she'll be fighting for her life in a televised arena against 23 other tributes. And the stakes are literally life and death. If she doesn't win, she will die. And we definitely understand the setting from this description too. So that's pretty good for only 134 words if you ask me. Now, as a reminder, let me reread you what we had for the one to two sentence summary so you can see how the longer summary is really just an expanded version of the shorter one. So here it is. Katniss Everdeen voluntarily takes her younger sister's place in the Hunger Games, a televised competition in which two teenagers from each of the 12 districts of Pan Am are chosen at random to fight to the death. So that's pretty cool, right? One is just a longer or shorter version of the other. And this is what I want you to do with your story idea. So first, write the short one to two sentence summary and then write the longer 250 word summary. And if you're wondering if you can do it vice versa, yes, of course you can. If you want to write the longer one first and then distill it down, that's totally fine too. As you write your summaries, try to focus on the global genre of your story as well. So for example, in a romance, the focal storyline would be the romantic relationship between the two characters. So focus on that, not your subplots or anything that doesn't directly impact the main relationship for this exercise. And then once you're done with both of those, I want you to take a step back and ask yourself, does this story sound interesting to me? And is it something I'd want to read? And if your answer is yes, then you can probably feel confident that your story idea has legs. But if your answer is no, then I recommend digging into each of the elements more until you have something you feel good about. 
If you need some inspiration, check out the descriptions of movies on imdb.com, the internet movie database. There are hundreds of examples that will show you how a two-hour movie in your genre can be summarized in just one or two sentences. You can also browse the descriptions of your favorite books on amazon.com. And once you've read through a dozen or so examples, you're going to start to see patterns and understand how you can apply those patterns to your own story idea. So it is a good, worthwhile exercise to go browse around a little bit. And just a heads up, it's normal for these exercises to feel difficult. Writing these summaries is hard for everybody for sure, but doing this work up front is going to help you in the long run. It's better to find out if your idea needs work now than when you're in the middle of a draft running out of steam. So just trust me on that. Now let's do a quick recap before I let you go. Key takeaway number one is that there are two ways to test out your story idea before you start writing. The first is to write a one to two sentence summary of your story, and the second is to write a longer summary of 250 words or less. Key takeaway number two is that when you write each of these summaries, you're going to want to focus on the protagonist, the central conflict he or she faces, and what's at stake should he or she fail. So it's your protagonist and his or her goal, the conflict, and what's at stake. Key takeaway number three is that you will want to focus on the global story, not the subplots or the side characters when writing these summaries. So if you're writing romance, your summary should be about the central relationship. If you're writing a horror story, then your summary should be about the protagonist's fight for survival and the threat that the monster poses. And remember, writing these summaries might not be easy, but doing these exercises will save you time in the long run, so don't give up. And lastly, don't forget to sign up for my free masterclass on the five little-known mistakes most fiction writers make and what to do instead. You can do that by going to savannagilbo.com forward slash masterclass. It's totally free, and I hope to see you there. So that's it for today's show. As always, I want to thank you so much for tuning in and showing your support. If you want to check out any of the links I mentioned in this episode, you can find them over at savannagilbo.com forward slash podcast. And if you haven't done so already, make sure you subscribe to the show because there's going to be another brand new episode coming out next week. If you're an Apple user, I'd really appreciate it if you took a few seconds to leave a quick rating and review. Your ratings and reviews tell iTunes that this is a podcast that's worth listening to. And in turn, that helps this show get in front of more fiction writers just like you. So that's it for today's show. I'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Until then, happy writing.